0: Hello and welcome to Mysterious Virginia. I'm your host, Allie. Um, This is pretty new for me. I've been listening to podcasts for about two years, but I've never um, tried to venture out on my own and start one. So I'm hoping that this is not terrible. Um, So please give me um, good feedback um, when you go to rate the show, um, I'm not going to tell you to give me a five if I'm not a five, um, but I am really trying to improve. Um, I've always been really interested in the weird and unusual, um, and so I wanted to kind of turn that into a hobby, um, and so I figured a podcast would be the best way to do it. I don't like, um, recording myself on camera or anything like that, so, um, I figured a podcast would be a better option for me. Um, so the podcast will also be on Instagram at MysteriousVA um, and I'll be posting updates as to when I post stuff um, or asking for ideas and that type of thing. Um, I have a pretty good list right now but Um, I'm always open to suggestions or requests or anything like that. Um, I would like to keep them to Virginia if possible for now. Um, but I'm definitely open to doing more like East Coast mysteries and urban legends and that type of thing. Um, and then one more thing before I get started, I would like to shout out my friend Estelle. Um, she made my logo and she's awesome. She's been my friend for a, for (laughs) quite a long time. Um, so our first two stories this week are going to be urban legends. Okay, so the first one I'm going to talk about is the Beale treasure or the Beale ciphers. There were uh, a couple of different titles online, but it is about Thomas J. Beale, and it takes place in Bedford, Virginia. These texts were originally discussed in a pamphlet in 1885 in Bedford County, Virginia. It was said to be buried by Thomas J. Beale in the 1820s. Beale supposedly placed the ciphertext in an iron box and entrusted the box in 1822 to an innkeeper in Lynchburg by the name of Robert Morris. Beale then told Morris not to open the box unless the men failed to return from their journey within 10 years. So in 1845, it had been 20 years since um, Beale left, and so Morris opened the box. In the box, he found two letters from Beale and three ciphertexts named Papers 1, 2, and 3. A friend of Morris then inherited the box several decades later and used an edition of the U.S. Declaration of Independence to decipher the second ciphertext, paper number two, um, which actually described the buried treasure. It didn't have the location or anything like that, but it described it. Um, he was unable to find any of the other uh, cipher texts, not find them, but decipher them. He tried several things, I think, but that was the only one he was able to use. Uh, so they were then turned into the pamphlet titled The Beale Papers and published to the public in 1885. So um, the one that he deciphered had the what the treasure was, which was buried gold, silver, and jewels, they are approximately worth 43 million dollars as of january 2018 so i can definitely see why people want to know where this is um that's quite a chunk of change um that would really help a lot of people out i think so since the only only the second text has been um solved that is a predicament. So the first paper is said to hold the location, and then the third has the names of the owners of the treasure and the next of kin for Beale. Um, and just to give you some specifics, the total weight of the treasure is described to be about three tons. Um, so this is a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> it's um, approximately three thousand thirty-five thousand fifty-two pounds or troy ounces of gold. Sorry, I'm bad with this <laughs> um so the gold is worth about 42 million dollars 61,200 troy ounces of silver which is about a million dollars and the jewels are worth 220,000 dollars as of 2017 uh so i don't i don't know that that's gone up a whole lot but that was how much it was worth in 2017 um so moving on to um whether or not this is real uh there's not a whole lot of information online that I was able to find um, and it's been largely debated as a hoax it's been I think three to three hundred years I'm really bad at math sorry um, since this all started in the 1820s and nobody has found it um, Carl Hammer of Sperry UNIVAC analyzed the ciphers in the late 1960s and found that they were poorly encoded And then later cryptographers also claim that the two remaining ciphers have sequences that are non-random and words not in English. So if you look at the ciphers, um, it's a bunch of numbers and commas and really just looks like gibberish to me. Um, But I'm not a cryptographer and I'm not um, like a problem solver or anything like that. But people that are specialized in that field have looked at it and said that it doesn't really make sense. And then another one of the things that I found online was that um, there's no real record of Thomas J. Beale actually existing. There is um, one from the 1820 census that listed a Captain Thomas Beale that lived in Fincastle, which is only about 12 miles from Bedford County. So that could have been him, but it also could have um, not had any bearing on the papers at all. It could have been totally made up um there was also some suggestions online that Edgar Allan Poe was the true author of the pamphlet he had a big interest in cryptography and the time and he did live in Richmond in 1820 which is about the time that Beale and Morris met and exchanged papers and stuff like that so it's been over 100 years um and tons and tons of people have been arrested for trespassing and the rest unauthorized digging to find this treasure. So hopefully someday we will be able to decipher the other two pages and find out um, if this is real, if it's not, and where it is. Okay, So the second one that I'm going to talk about tonight is the Bunny Man Bridge in Clifton, Virginia, which I believe is in Fairfax County. Um, So that's the northern part of Virginia, for those of you who don't live here. Um, The Bunny Man is an urban legend that began in 1970 after two incidents occurred in Fairfax County. Um, So the most common variation of this legend involves a man in a rabbit costume that attacks people with an axe or a hatchet most of the stories occur around the colchester overpass which is also called the bunny man bridge so in the 1990s someone posted online that the legend began in 1904 when an asylum near clifton was shut down it was reported that one of the vehicles crashed during the transfer in inmates and one inmate escaped during this time locals had also alleged that they were finding hundreds of skinned half-eaten rabbits hanging from the trees After the area was searched again by police, they found the remains of Marcus Walster hanging in a similar fashion under a bridge overpass along the railroad tracks at Colchester Road. In this particular version, the bunny man was identified as Douglas J. Griffin and was hit by an oncoming train while trying to evade police. It was also eventually revealed that Griffin had been committed after killing his family on Easter Sunday, which is not cool. (laughs) Um, This version has been debunked by the Fairfax County Public Library historian Brian Connolly. um, Connolly, sorry, reporting that there has never been an asylum in Fairfax County. And that court records confirm that no men uh, by the name of Griffin or Wallstar lived in Fairfax County at that time. So that was really just kind of like a creepypasta thing that um, originated online and kind of manifested into... Um, this creepy urban legend thing, but um, it actually has some root in something that actually did happen. So, on October 19, 1970, U.S. Air Force Academy cadet Robert Bennett and his fiance were visiting relatives in Burke, Virginia. Near midnight, Bennett and his fiance stopped in a field on guinea road to visit an uncle that lived across the street from where they parked which i still think is kind of creepy that like in the middle of the night they would go see this uncle um i think they were probably just like making out the back of their car but whatever um so while they were still in the car they noticed something moving outside the rear window and a few moments later, the front passenger window was smashed, and there was a man dressed in white outside the car. Bennett and his fiance fled, and the man yelled at them about trespassing, and they found a hatchet on the car floor during the escape. So, I can kind of see where that online stuff originated um, from this, and then there was another incident about 10 days later on October 29th, and this incident was reported by Paul Phillips, a construction con- construction security guard standing on the porch of an unfinished home on Guinea Road. So, the same place, um, 10 days later. Um, Phillips reported seeing a man wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume. He appeared to be about 5'8 and in his 20s. The man then reportedly chopped on the porch post with an axe and said, you're trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. So he was probably not having a very good time, um, (laughs) but this was a pretty scary incident for him, I would say. So I can definitely see again where the 1990s version kind of stemmed from Um, Conley, the historian from the Fairfax County Library, has spent decades researching this myth and explained in an article by The Washingtonian that the urban legend has kind of overtaken the actual truth of the mystery. The Bunny Man was estimated to be in his 20s at the time of the incidents in the 70s and could still be alive. Um, I don't think that there were any other incidents. I couldn't find anything that there was any other incidents. um, And no one has ever come forward claiming to be the Bunny Man. The Colchester Overpass, also known as Bunny Man Bridge, remains a popular Halloween hotspot for seekers of the weird all right everyone well that does it for this week's legends um if you enjoyed the show please rate review and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher um again please 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 give me good feedback uh tell me if there's something i can improve on or if you have any suggestions i'm really just starting so please be gentle uh well i guess thank you and i will see you on the other side